year, Andy Brown managed to accumulate $450 and had it tucked safely away in his savings account. Yesterday, the kingfish found out about it, and today, they're in business with a capital... Oh, you're talking at the beginning of... uh... At the moment, we find them discussing the new venture. Well, Andy, that's a great name we got for our company there. The super-friendly, convenient neighborhood personal loan company incorporated. (laughs) Well, that show is a pretty long name to have on the door there, ain't it? Yeah, but the painter managed to get it all on. Only trouble is, when you open the door, the word incorporated stays on the door jam there. Yeah, but you know, Kingfish, I've been thinking about this loan business. I felt a lot safer when my $400 uh, was in the bank. That 450 was drawn, pounded up interest. Everything. On top of that, my savers was guaranteed by the government, too. Yeah, well, what's so good about that, Andrew? Let's analyze the thing. Who is the government? The people. And you is the people. I is, huh? Right. In other words, you is guaranteeing your own money, and you don't want a deadbeat like yourself responsible for 450 No, I sure don't. You know, it's lucky I got out of that bank in time. But tell me this, uh, just how you go about running the loan business. Well, Andy, I don't know where to put an uh, ad in the new newspaper, you see. Yeah, well, that sounds good. Uh, now, uh, wait. Oh, come in, Amos, come well, in. Well, uh, hi there, boys. Uh, you really all set up in the loan business here, ain't you? Yes, Amos, we're going to do big things here, all right? Oh, yeah. Putting my money in the loan business is the smartest thing i ever done, Amos. Ain't no point in keeping it in a dangerous place like a bank. Who is the government? The people. And who is the people? The, uh... <laughs> who is they, Kingsley? <laughs> we is the people. Oh, yeah, I know there was somebody you couldn't trust, Miss Clubness. <laughs> got the time or the strength to untangle this mess, but uh, the reason I come back here is because I was in here for before you fellas was out to lunch when I was here, you see. Oh, you was, huh? Yeah, and the phone rung, and it was some fella named Rochester, and he was interested in getting a loan, and he coming over here at 2 o'clock to see you, buddy. Kingfish, we got a customer. Yeah, yeah, we can take care of him all right. Uh, we got a working capital of $450, and we plan to loan it out in dribs and drabs. Rochester say you want to borrow $400. What do you think, Ernest? Well, with one big drab like that, he's going to dribble us right out of business. Well, then, it's 2 o'clock. That fellow ought to be here in a minute now. Yeah, he's going to be our first customer. Hey, uh, the one nice thing about this loan, uh, uh, hey, Anders, what? look out the window there. That fellow coming across the street. I wonder if that could be that Rochester fellow. Boy, he is really dressed up sharp, ain't he? Oh, yeah. Got on black shoes, gray Hamburg hat. Yeah, and look at that top coat he's wearing there. That is the most beautiful shade of orange I done ever seen. Yeah. Quiet, Andy. Wait a minute. He's coming in here. Yeah, hey. Uh, how you do, so by any chance, is you Rochester? That's me. Oh, <laughs> uh, tell me this, uh, what can we do for you, Mr. Rochester? Is this where I come to get my wallet pumped up? <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Uh, this here is the friendly loan company, all right. Well, I want to buy 400 bucks. Uh, 400 dollars, huh? Well, uh... I think we might be able to help you. Uh, tell me, Miss Rochester, is you employed at the present time? Oh, yeah. I've been working for the same fellow as a butler for the past 12 years. Yeah, well, if you've been working for this fellow all that time, how come you need to borrow money? 
I said I've been working. I didn't say nothing about getting paid. <laughs> Well, uh, as long as you was working steady, I guess we could swing it. Now, uh, you see, on all loans, we got liberal terms here. We only charge you 2% interest. Well, that sounds fine. Is that by the year or by the hour or by the month? By the second. That's what it's by. <laughs> Tells her there are some other little fees in there, too. Now, there's a $2 filing charge, a $3 handling fee. Then, of course, we have to record the loan. There's a $21 recording charge. Who's going to record it, John Charles Thomas? Uh, <laughs> yeah, now, let's see. You're adding up the whole thing here. We give you the $400 now. And in two weeks, you pay us back the small, the small total of $965.80. Our demo's our friendly term. Friendly? I could get better terms than that from Joe Stalin. <laughs> but right now, I ain't got no choice. I'll tell you. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, before we let you have the money, Mr. Rochester, there's one thing more that we got to know. Uh, what you want the money for, anyhow? Well, boys, I'll tell you. I want this money to make a down payment on a little rose-covered cottage in the country. A rose-covered cottage, huh? Yeah, someplace I can call home when my bubbling days is over and I quit working for old father time. <laughs> well, uh, that's a legitimate reason for the loan. All right. Give the man the money, Andrew. Yeah, let me open up my shirt here and get in my money belt. Now, I'll unbutton my underwear. <laughs> Holy smoke, Kingfish, where is it? I've been robbed. I've been robbed. No, no, Andrew, no, no. There it is, Andrew. Just sunk in between them rolls of blubber there. There you <laughs> Peeking out of the second layer. Well, I got a grip on it now. Wait a minute. Here's the flap on the pocket in the belt. Let me get the safety pin off here. Then pull the scotch tape loose. (laughs) Then get this rivet out of here. (laughs) Ah, here it is. Here's the money. You know, that's some belt. The fellow I work for has got one just like it. He is, huh? Yeah, the only difference is when he unbuttons his DVDs, a bell rings. Put his underwear in the washing machine, it sounds like New Year's Eve. Yeah, well, here's the money, Mr. Rochester. Oh, thanks. And remember now, uh, you're going to return the money to us uh, within two weeks plus interest and carrying charges. Okay, boys. Yeah, take good care of yourself. We don't want nothing to happen to you between now and then, you know. Yeah, we'd be in bad shape if you got killed or something. You got nothing to worry about. The way you boys got me tied up, my corpse will be making payments two years after I'm bad. Looks like this loan business is going to catch on here. Been in the thing 10 days now, done made two loans already. $400 to that fellow Rochester and $49.25 to myself. Hmm. <laughs> that still leaves us 75 cents to play around with. Uh, hello, friend of loan, Governor. Hello, this is Rochester. Oh, fine. Uh, you ready to pay back the loan, huh? That's why I called. I ain't going to be able to pay it back. I ain't got no money. Ain't got no money? Well, in that case, we're going to have to foreclose on your collateral. I ain't got no collateral, neither. Well, what about the rose-covered cottage in the country you made a down payment on? He ran second. So long. Oh. 
Brighter than new. Brighter than new. Rinso new. Rinso new. It's an amazing fact. 1950 Rinso with Solium gets white clothes whiter, washable colors brighter than new. Rinso new. Even on rainy days, Rinso puts sunshine in your wash. No other soap can make your wash so white, so bright, because no other soap contains the scientific sunlight ingredient, Solium. 1950 Rinso gets out more dirt. Yes, gets out more dirt than any other type of wash day product. Yet Rinso is so safe for clothes, so kind to your hands. Get Rinso today. See your wash become whiter, brighter than new. Rinso white, Rinso big, Rinso new. Oh, me. Rochester done lost Andy's $400 on a horse race. And I was the one that got Andy in this mess. How in the world is I going to break the news to him? Uh-oh, I hear him coming down the hall now. Well, there ain't no use to beat around the bush. I'm going to come right out and tell the boy. Oh, uh, come in, brother Andy, come in. Hello, partner, dear. Make any big other deals today with our capital suppers? Oh, uh, Andy, there's something I want to tell you, pal. Yes, uh, what's that? Andy, you ever hear the old expression that uh, having money brings a fellow nothing but sadness and you ain't never happy until you get rid of it? Mm. Yeah, I was here to that. Well, sit down, son. Have a good laugh for yourself. Here. <laughs> Wait a minute. Kingfish, is something done happen to that $400 of mine? Yes, Andy, to put it as gently as possible, the money is done going down the sewer. Rochester done lost your $400. Wait a minute. How about closing in on that rose-covered cottage? And the seven other horses already done that. <laughs> you mean he bet on a horse? Yeah, and and it looked like you was been paranipsal right throughout of your $400 there. Well, Kingfish, you was responsible for this. You done talked me into going into this loan business. Now you done lost my money. Kingfish, put up your tooth. Well, now, wait a minute. Wait sir. a minute, nothing. Stand up there. I'm going to knock all your teeth out, then I'm going to work on your gums. Just take it easy here. Oh, right, uh, come in, Shorty. Stand back, Shorty. Stand back. I'm just about to beat up the king. Wait a minute, Andy. You can't beat up a fellow that we have known for uh, a fellow who has always helped helped us. To, uh, a fellow that we learned to love, and, and you, you care how can when I, 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 I let's both take a crack at it. <laughs> Look, Andy, uh, lay off me here and let, let's settle this thing like gentlemen. If we just hit the right angle here, we might uh, get back our money. Yeah, well, 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 what's this trouble all about, fellas? Well, listen, Shorty, we done one in the loan business and we lent a guy by the name of Rochester $400, mm. and now we ain't going to get it back. Well, now, now, listen, if this fellow's working, here's the angle. Find out who's working for you, see. Then maybe his boss would advance you the money. And then he could take a little out of Rochester's salary every week to get paid back. A sort of, a sort of, a sort of, a garnishier salary, you see. Yeah, if uh, Rochester's boss is a responsible, a generous person, that might work, you know. Yeah, yeah but, but, but the thing you ought to do first, though, is check up on Rochester's boss's financial sound, and that, that'll tell you what your chances are. Mm, yeah, that's a good idea, Shorty. Yeah, you know, we, we never got in all this trouble if Rochester hadn't lost the money on a horse race. Oh, them horse races are sticky things. Oh, yeah. I, I know all about them, because I, 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 I used to be a jockey. Shorty, you was a jockey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll 
never forget my biggest race. It was at the Kentucky Derby. Oh, I was riding a wonderful horse. And just before the race, the trainer gave me my instructions. He did, huh? Yeah, he, he, he gave me a stopwatch. And he, and he said, when the race begins, to start the watch. That's what he said. When the race begins, to start the watch and let the horse break fast and go full speed for the first 20 seconds. Then for the next 35 seconds, just let him stay on the pace. Then for the last 30 seconds, use the whip and go for a diving finish. That's yeah, well, how did the plan work out, Jordan? I never left the starting gate. I forgot to wind my watch. Well, Andy, the Retail Credit Association, give me all the financial information on Rochester's employer. Yeah, you sure got a lot of stuff there, all right. Now, who is the fellow Rochester's working for, and what do he do? Well, he's on the radio, Andy, and his name is uh, Benny. Benny who? No, no, that's, uh, that's his last name, uh, Jack Benny. Oh, oh, yeah, I agree to him. Ain't he one that's got the dummy on his knee? <laughs> oh, no, Andy, uh, you thinking of that other fellow that's always on the radio or the television all the time, that, uh, Arthur Goofy or something like that, was it? <laughs> This fellow Benny, I think, is on the radio during the daytime. I think he messed up with Aunt Jenny or something like that. Yeah, well, uh, let's get back to this Mr. Benny's finance report. Yeah, now, well, I don't already put in a call to Mr. Benny's bank to see if I can find out uh, something there, you see. Perfect. They ought to call me back in a minute. They're checking on it. Yeah, well, in the meantime, let's check this stuff we got from the credit association. Well, now, here's a statement they give me from uh, one of the department stores. Mr. Bennett done some business with Stewart's department store. Yeah, what does that say? Say, here, uh, January the 5th, 1945, took out one hot water bottle on trial. <laughs> August the 2nd, 1948, returned hot water bottle. Mm-hmm. When he tries something, he really give it a whirl, don't he? <laughs> Something else after that. The customer claimed bottle leaked and threatened lawsuit for water damage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, then they have to now. This fellow Benny is like a no Robin Hood, is it? Ah. Uh oh. Here's something here, Kingfish. A report from a party caterer. Mr. Benny give a New Year's Eve party. Oh, he did. Let me see this. Yeah, this might give a different slant on him. Yeah. Let me see this thing. Hmm. Oh, this was a big party, all right. Look here. Four dozen party napkins, 50 party favors. Fifty place cards, six bottles of ginger ale, and a half a pint of domestic sherry. What is this? Uh, that must have been a ball, all right. Yeah. Sounds like the type of affair you wouldn't mind leaving early, doesn't it? Look, yeah. <laughs> well, let's face the fact here. Up to now, I got a sneaking suspicion that uh, this ain't the kind of man who's going to hand over $400. Yeah, well, what must we do, Kingfish? It looks to me like the... Uh... Wait, oh, that must be the bank calling now, isn't it? Go ahead. Uh, hello? Oh, the bank, huh? Yeah, fine. Oh, check on Mr. Benny, huh? Good. Yeah, well, like I told you, we're trying to get $400 out of him, and we wonder what our chances was of getting it. He'll pay us when? Oh. Well, it'll be a long time before that freeze is over. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Andy, it looked like you was out of luck, yeah, boy. Out of luck, nothing, Kingfish. You was responsible for me losing my money, and you're going to do something about it. Well, I tell you, Andy... Well, I... I... Wait a minute, wait a minute here. Look who's coming across the street here. It's that fluorescent Jackson, the gal that come up from Georgia last week. Say, Kingfish, is she self-boarding over at your house? Oh, yeah, she's staying up there till she find another room for herself. You know she's crazy about you, Andy. Yeah, I know. I'm afraid of that gal. Yeah. I think she's still trying to nuptulate me, you know. Yeah. Uh, come in, come in. Hello, hello. 
Well, hello, Florence. How is you? Yeah, what is you doing in this neighborhood? Oh, I just come from the beauty parlor. I wanted to make myself look presentable. Yeah, too bad they couldn't take you. <laughs> oh, Andy, you're so cute. Isn't he, Mr. Stevens? Yeah, he's cutie, all right, yeah. <laughs> oh, you poor boys look trouble. Is it something bothering my Andy? Oh, it's nothing you could help us with, Florence. We had a business deal go sour. We loaned some money to a fella, and later on we found out he betted on a horse named Rosebud that lost. Rosebud lost? Well, that's funny. Why, did you know anything about it? Well, uh, the strangest thing happened. Naturally, I don't know the first thing about horse racing, but when I stopped by the newsstand to get my woman's home companion, a copy of that other magazine, I, I think they call it the racing form, uh, happened to blow open to the fifth at Rockingham. <laughs> Just happened to blow up in the fifth, huh? Uh, yes. And according to the Duke, Rosebud breathed seven furlongs in 125 and then came on to cut the thing by a nose. <laughs> I have a feeling that means she won. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, listen, Andy. If that horse won, that means that Rochester has got money and he is pulling the fast one on us. You said it. We got to get some legal advice on this right away. Yeah. Well, I'll be running along now. Goodbye, Andy, you fat little rat. <laughs> that little rascal. So long for lessons. Goodbye, bunny head. Uh, <laughs> you know, Kingfish, for a gal that don't know nothing about racing, I wonder how come she knows so much about horses. Well, Andy, I guess it's the old saying, it takes one to know one, son. <laughs> This is Ken Carpenter, and tonight I've got something unusual to say. As our audience came into the studio, we showed them 12 beautiful Christmas cards. Now, they're colorful prints of winter scenes by famous American artists. The audience, I've got them here in my hand. Aren't they as fine as any Christmas cards you've ever seen? Well, that's what I think, too. But here's a surprise. You can get all 12 of these handsome Christmas cards with envelopes for just 25 cents and a Rinso box top. The address is Rinso Christmas Card Club, Box 30, New York 8, New York. This offer is limited to the continental United States, Alaska, and Hawaii. I think you'll say these cards are at least a dollar value. What's more, you won't have to shop at crowded counters at Christmas time. Now, this is the last time I'll make this announcement. So, hurry. Send 25 cents and a Rinso box top to Rinso Christmas Card Club, Box 30, New York 8, New York. Allow three weeks for delivery. Order these 12 beautiful Christmas cards and envelopes right away. Well, come on, Andy. Let's get on in here and see if Calhoun, the politician, has got some way we could get that $400 back from Rochester. Yeah, put that money on a horse and the horse won. He's really trying to pull a fast one on us. I hope Calhoun's in. Yeah, well, how you do that? Say, Miss Calhoun, can we see you a minute? Well, I'm certainly. Be seated, boys. Be seated. Yeah. <laughs> now, look here, Calhoun. Uh, we got some big business to request, with you? Yeah, first, uh, you better have a cigar. Don't mind if I do. Thanks. Yeah, let me give you a light, sir. Yeah, let me puff on the thing. Mm. You know, Calhoun, that cigar you're smoking there is two for 50 cents. Is? Hmm. Well, who got the 
48 cent one. <laughs> Look, Calhoun. Look here, we is in big trouble, you know it. Well, tell me, boys, what is the trouble that's troubling you? Yeah, well, now, here's the thing. We opened up a loan company and loaned $400 to a fellow named Rochester. Now, he bet the money on a horse. Now, the horse won, but now he won't pay us back the loan. Well, now, if that's the case, legally, you was in the right. The thing for you to do is go down to the courthouse and see, uh, the judge. Yeah, I thought for a minute there you was going to come up dry. <laughs> Calhoun, uh, Calhoun got a good idea then. Yep, there's lots of ways you can collect from a fellow who's trying to pull a fast one on you. The judge can serve him with an order to pay, issue a writ of indenture, take a lien on his home, stop payment on his bank account, catch his personal property, or file a charge of intent to defraud. Hey, Calhoun, you really know all the legal angles on collecting money. How you know all that stuff? Boys, I've been sued every way you think of. <laughs> yeah, well, the clerk say that the judge will see us in a minute, then. Yeah, King Fizzle, I hope we can get our money back some way. Yeah, well, then, uh, all we got to do is tell the judge the truth. We ain't got to make up no cock and bull store. But once in our life, we is in the right, Chuck. Yeah, it's a funny feeling, ain't it? <laughs> Some chills up your spine. Sure do. Hey, come on, Andy. We is next, yeah? Uh, excuse us. Uh, how you do, your judgeship? How do you do? Uh, I don't believe I know you, man. Yeah, so, well, my name is George Kingfish Stevens. This is my partner, Andy Brown, yeah? Well, what can I do for you? No. Well, you see, Mr. Judge, uh, we is in the loan business, and we lent a fellow $400... And he refuses to pay us back. I see. And you gentlemen wish to swear out a complaint against him. Swear? Uh, well, uh, without putting no cuss words in the thing, doesn't make it strong as you can, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, let me get the facts here. Oh, yeah, sir, yeah, sir. Well, we'll tell you everything. We're running a legitimate loan coming here. We ain't got nothing to hide. Uh, that's fine. I presume your license is all in order? Oh, yeah, sir. Every, uh, the, uh, we got... Uh, <laughs> license, uh... Yes, yes, you have to have a license to operate a loan company. Oh, yeah, yeah, sir. yeah we, we got a license already. Uh, just had it renewed. 1949 license, ain't it, Miss Brown? Oh, sure, sure. Uh, got the license place on the front of the back of the building. <laughs> I'd like to see it. Mm, like to see it, huh? Yeah, well, I tell you, Mister, uh, we've been doing such a big loan business in the past month. I was afraid we done overdone ourselves and loaned out the license too. That's oh. it. Well, let's forget about the license for the time being. Yeah. Now, about this loan. Well, there's an open and shut thing here. We lent us Rochester four hundred dollars two weeks ago, and now he refuses to pay us back the nine hundred and sixty-five dollars and eighty cents that he owes us. That, that's the thing. Nine hundred and sixty-five dollars. Are you by any chance guilty of usury? Oh, no, sir, no, sir. We just charge him the regular 30% interest. <laughs> 30%? Do you realize the legal rate of interest in this state is 10%? Yeah, well, we only use the legal rate, uh, but we do three times. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, uh, we, we ain't done nothing wrong. All we've done was to over-legalize the thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a fine state of affairs. No license to operate a loan company. Excessive interest rates. There happen to be severe penalties for this sort of thing. Just who is in charge of this company? Well, I is the office boy. I <laughs> and you? I is under him. 
us two winners and office boys. We don't know nothing about nothing. Well, there's no doubt about it. There's some lone sharks involved in this thing somewhere. Well, there ain't nothing sharky about us. We just a couple of sardines. We see you again, Judge. <laughs> Oh, boy, I'm sure glad to get out of there. Yeah, how you like that, Kingfish? For the first time in our life, we tell somebody the truth and the man jumps all over us. Uh, well, when you start messing with that truth stuff, we're playing with fire already, anyway. <laughs> well, Kingfish, we still ain't got my $400 back. Now, what must we do? Well, there's only one thing left to do, Anna. We got to call Rochester on the phone, tell him man to man that we done found out about his horse running first. And see if we can't talk him into coming over here and paying us back our money. Yeah, that's right. That's our only chance. You know, Kingfish, we ought to have a rule around here. What's that? The next time we gyps a customer, we got to make sure that he ain't smarter than we are. You say you finally got Rochester on the phone about an hour ago, huh, Kingfish? Oh, yes, and then he says as far as he knowed, the horse ran second. Oh. All this business about the horse winning was as much news to him as it was to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told him to get his bookie that took the bet and come over here so we could straighten this thing out. Yeah, that's a funny thing, all right. The bookie telling him the horse runs second and the actual won the thing. Hey, yeah, well, yeah. Wait a minute. I think I hear Rochester coming down the hall now. Yeah, I hope he got his bookie with him. Then we can find out why the fellow refuses to pay off. Yeah, oh, come in here, Rochester. Well, I'd like you to meet the bookie that took my bet. Yeah, you like it well. Glad to know you, Dad. Yeah. Uh, hello, boys. Why, it's Mr. Benny. Look at that, would you? Yeah, uh, uh, Miss Benny, uh, you mean to say that you take bets? Well, a man needs some hobby. <laughs> Look, Miss Benny, uh, you took Rochester's bet here, and and you told him that Rosebud lost. But in the racing form, they say plain as day that it was a photo finish, and the camera showed that she won by a nose. Now, what about that? Well, the camera can be wrong, too. See, I made the horn blows at midnight. Oh! to a store and ask for a soap that the most women use, what do you get? Amos, on this program, that is a foolish question. Well, the answer, of course, is Rinso. More women use Rinso than any other wash day soap in the world. 1950 Rinso with Solium gets clothes whiter, colors brighter than new. Yes, Rinso new. Rinso makes the hardest part of dishwashing easier, too. Pots and pans really shine. Get the economical giant size 1950 Rinso with a red Solium label. We'd like to thank Rochester and Jack Benny of the Aunt Jenny program for being on our show. See you next Sunday. Life Boy gets skin cleaner, gives you longer all-over protection after your daily bath. Remember, there's not just one or two, but 13 areas of the skin where doctors have found B.O. Life Boy protects you all over, gives you top 24-hour security. Get Life Boy right away. Be sure and listen.
rest of the Amos and Andy show at the same time next Sunday. Stay tuned for the Edgar Bergen Charlie McCarthy show, which follows immediately over most of these stations. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting.